I saw a survey on prayer the other day that said the average American spends eight minutes a day in prayer. And I know what you're thinking. How did they find so much time to pray? Prayer is one of those things like exercise that, that we all know is good for us, but we don't do it nearly as much as we wish we did. Part of it is time. Part of it is not knowing what to say, or at least thinking we don't. But part of it is we're not really sure that prayer has much effect. Our past attempts have been rather lackluster, and the results just haven't been very impressive. We long for prayer that, that has an impact, prayer that changes things. Jesus promises us in Mark chapter 11, if you have faith in God and don't doubt, you can tell this mountain to get up and jump into the sea, and it will. Everything you ask for in prayer will be yours if you only have faith. We long for a prayer life that moves mountains like that, like dynamite. In 1866, Swedish chemist Alfred Nobel invented a new kind of explosive. It was far more powerful than black powder and less dangerous than the notoriously unstable nitroglycerin. He envisions it, its usefulness in construction, in, in moving rocks and dirt to build roads and bridges. We still use uh, explosives to do that. I remember when they were uh, straightening and, and widening the, the road along the North Shore. And it took them a long time to do it. But you'd see in a number of places signs that would say blasting zone or turn off two-way radios. Because the rock there on the hillsides of the North Shore was way too, too strong to move simply with a backhoe or even a bulldozer. It took explosives to break the rock up into smaller pieces so that it could be handled. Well, Nobel's invention was the perfect tool for moving mountains of rocks to build roads and bridges. But of course, people soon found other uses for his explosive, like in building weapons. And Nobel was uh, termed a merchant of death. And the story goes that when his brother died, a French newspaper got it mixed up. And so they published an obituary for him, for Alfred. And the obituary was not very flattering because it blamed him for profiting off of the deaths of all those soldiers who died because of his invention. And not wanting to have that kind of legacy... Nobel left his fortune to endow the Nobel Prizes, recognizing those who conferred the greatest benefit to humankind in the areas of chemistry, physics, medicine, literature, and peace. You probably know him from that, from the Nobel Prizes. So his, uh, his reputational rework actually worked uh, because we think of him and connect him with the Peace Prize. But his fortune 
was really gained through his explosive. An explosive that, that he gave the name dynamite. Dynamite from the Greek word dunamis. Dunamis, or dynamis sometimes it's spelled, means power. And that's where we get the English word dynamic or dynamo. Dunamis, dynamis. Dynamite means power. And isn't that the kind of prayer life that we want? Prayer that unleashes God's dynamic power in your life? Dynamite power, you might call it. Or at least that's what the authors of this book called it. Dynamite Prayer by Rosario Picardo and Sue Nilsson Kibbe. The six-week series that we're in now, from, from now until Lent, is all about this dynamite prayer, dunamis prayer. And you might know it as breakthrough prayer. It's a kind of prayer that simply asks the Holy Spirit to break through all that would keep us from having the abundant life that God wants us to. It's the kind of prayer that powerfully shapes our own lives and the lives of those around us. And it's a specific kind of prayer. And so this series, even though it's going to be a series on prayer, isn't a series on every kind of prayer. We're not going to look at all the different kinds of prayers in the Bible or uh, teach how to pray. Jesus taught us how to do that uh, with the Lord's Prayer. But we're not going to be, be looking at the Lord's Prayer, at least most of it. No, we're going to look specifically at breakthrough prayer. And the challenge is to take a 28-day experiment, as the bottom of the book says. 28 days, four weeks. Four weeks to pray different breakthrough prayers every day and see how God might break through and give us the kind of life that we are looking for, the kind of direction and guidance that God wants in our lives. We have tried breakthrough prayer before, if you might remember, way back pre-COVID, just before COVID started, we hand out these little prayer cards that had a breakthrough prayer. Now, that was just one breakthrough prayer, and it was a breakthrough prayer for our entire congregation. And we prayed it at 3.20 every day. Now, you might recall the prayer. The prayer said this, Holy Spirit, reveal your will for Resurrection Church and unleash new life. Break through all that would block us from accomplishing your purpose for us. We expect the unexpected because you're able to do far beyond what we could ask or imagine. And we prayed that at 3.20 because it's based on Ephesians 3.20, which promises glory to God who is able to do far beyond all we could ask or imagine by his power, his dunamis, his dynamite at work in us. God wants to work in us in a powerful way. And one of the tools God uses for this is prayer. Prayer, especially breakthrough prayer, 
is one of the ways that we connect to God's power. And so starting next Sunday, you can use this book, and together we'll begin praying our own powerful breakthrough prayers. And we'll talk more about this next week when we start it. But in the meantime, you can pick up a free copy uh, on the counter at the back there. Um, or if you're watching online, you can order one online and, uh, and get it that way. Uh, please pick it up today so we know how many more that we'll need to, to add if we, uh, if we run out again. Because last week, uh, uh, this uh, particular service took an entire case of them. And so uh, we ordered another case, and, and we'll order as many as, uh, as it takes uh, so that any, everybody that wants one uh, can have one. Now, you don't need to have a copy of the book to do the 28-day experiment in powerful prayer, but it's free, so why not? You know, it's just like prayer itself. You don't have to pray. We don't have to connect to God's dynamic power. We can do everything all on our own, but honestly, why? Why wouldn't we rely on the dynamite power of prayer? And I've told you uh, the story of my little log cabin. Not the one log one that my kid sees me about, but uh, the, the old trapper's cabin that my father-in-law purchased and, and that I renovated. And when he got it, it was still decked out with the possessions of the previous owner. There was an antique wood cook stove. There were traps hanging on the wall, a rusted metal bed, and a sigh. The previous owner had wanted to do everything the pioneer way. In fact, he left his journal there as well, so I read about this. And that includes mowing his two acres of lawn with a sigh. Now, no wonder his wife never wanted to go to the cabin, because he'd have to spend the whole weekend out there mowing the lawn. And, you know, it's not the simplest way to cut grass. I've tried it. I tried it when, I, when we first got that cabin, and, and I brought it out to the farm. It looked super cool. It's not. It's a lot of work. And, and by the way, this, this picture is not me. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of when I first started mowing the lawn back at my home. My father put me behind an old-fashioned, non-powered, real mower. Remember those things? And I was a little wisp of a boy. I didn't have much weight to throw around. Uh, and, and this, by the way, is not me either. <laughs> I could barely reach the handle just like this child, and it was a ton of work. And I'm glad our yard was rather small and flat, or I never could have done it. And I can remember when Dad started letting me use a gas-powered mower. I mean, it made it so much easier that I actually started cutting other people's lawns. You can probably think of a dozen examples in your own life where power tools made it so much better. Electric mixers over the old crank hand mixers. The re regular washing machines over the ringer washers. 
you even know what a wringer washer is? I bet some of you do. I bet some of you had them. Yes. They went out of style when the spin cycle was invented for our washing machines. And, and uh, it just made life so much easier, the, the inventions that we have. What about a power washer versus a hose and your thumb? Or chainsaws versus handsaws? Or this next little tool? It, do you know what that is? It's a rug beater, right. I won't ask you uh, if you ever had to beat rugs, but before the invention uh, uh, of the vacuum or maybe before uh, folks had power, these were how you cleaned a rug. You'd throw it over a clothesline and then you would beat it. <laughs> now, it was a terrible mess and I think you probably only got a fraction of the dirt out of it compared to what we do now, which is just run the vacuum over it, and we've, we've done it. That power that we have now in the vacuum just makes life easier. How many would want to go back to the days of rug-beating real mowers and ringer washers? And I don't mean to the way that, uh, that life was back then. I just mean the work. Bring it into today. Should we replace your washing machine with the ringer washer and your vacuum with a rug beater? I don't think most of us would do that. Or we, or we would still be out there beating our rugs each week. No, the, those power tools made our lives easier, made us able to do things we could never do on our own. And even if we could, why would we? Because it's so much easier with power. And that's the same way with dynamite prayer. We don't have to pray these powerful prayers. We don't have to ask the Holy Spirit to work in our lives in a powerful way. We don't have to exercise the power of faith that moves mountains. But why wouldn't we? Why do we want to make life harder on ourselves when God himself desires us to share in his power? I know power is kind of a dirty word in, in the church uh, because power is so often misused. Aren't we Christians supposed to be all about meekness and humility and love, not power? And it's true. We are supposed to be about meekness and humility and love, but those things aren't the opposite of power. In fact, in God's design, those things are the most powerful thing of all. There is no greater example of meekness, humility, and love than Jesus Christ, especially his sacrifice for us on the cross. But there is also nothing more powerful than his death and resurrection. 1 Corinthians 1.18 says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And Philippians 3.10 says, I want you to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. God wants you to have a powerful life. Not a life that orders other people around or, or that always gets your way, but a life filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. And one tool he has given us to have that kind of life is breakthrough prayer. 
dynamite prayer, and it's free. So why not try it? This is the time of year when many people make plans to improve their lives, especially as it relates to health and fitness. And so you see a lot of ads from the, uh, the health clubs and things, especially in January, with, with deals like free membership for 30 days. Try it and see what a difference it makes in your life. 30 days to a better, happier you. All those kinds of, of promises. And they know that, it, that if you try it for 30 days, if you get 30 days of free exercise, you might just sign up for the long term. Well, here at Resurrection, we're not offering 30 days of free exercise, but we are offering 28 days of free breakthrough prayer. And I challenge you to try it and see. Try it for that, those four weeks and see what a difference it makes. Yeah, I mean, why not? The book is free. Just pick it up. Because God does want you to know the power of the Holy Spirit and have a powerful life. Let me close with, uh, with just one more bit of encouragement. A year ago, I was given the opportunity to receive a free e-bike. And I used to bike a lot. Uh, I used to bike from Egan into St. Paul and I'd bike to work. But as I aged, the hills got steeper, the miles got longer, and I kind of quit biking. Oh, occasionally I'd tell myself that I need to get started again, if, if, not, uh, if not simply for the fun of it, at least uh, for the exercise. I even got uh, a bike from my son, a regular bike, but I never used it. It just hung there in the garage. But then that offer came for a free e-bike last year. Now, an e-bike has a battery-powered motor. And it is able to, to assist you in whatever degree you ask it to at whatever moment. So you can pedal it all on your own, but you can ask it to, to add a little bit of help, or a little bit more help, or a little bit more help, or when the hills get really steep, it can run completely on battery power, and you don't even have to pedal it. Now, after I got that, I'd been biking all the time. And Tammy tried it out. She liked it so well, she got one. It wasn't free, but that was okay. Because we got to bike this year, even into December. It's something we enjoy doing together. And sometimes you'll see my bike there in the, the entryway of the church. And I did that because of the power that the e-bike provides. We never would have, have gotten e-bikes, though, unless we tried them. Unless we tried them. And it's the same way with Breakthrough Prayer. I encourage you just to try it. 28 days. 28 days of praying those breakthrough kind of prayers and just see. See if it doesn't bless your life. You'd be surprised and what a little Holy Spirit power can do. You might not want to stop when the 28 days are over. So I encourage you to, to pick up the book and to join starting next Sunday.
Let's pray. Oh, Lord, you want us to have powerful lives guided by your Spirit. You want us to have a dynamite prayer life. Lord, sometimes we, uh, we think it isn't possible. How could we have a life like that? But you have promised it. You desire it for us. And so, Lord, help us to open our hearts to you. May this, this month be a time of not only getting our bodies into shape or losing a few pounds after the Christmas feasting, but may this be a year we find out how much you want to bless our lives with the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.